It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's get into it. It is the Locked On Carolina Panthers podcast. I am your host, Julian Council, and we are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out on Spotify, on Odyssey, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council. That's at Julian Council on Twitter. Okay, the only thing we're talking about on this show right now is the Carolina Panthers trading for Sam Darnold, the former New York Jets quarterback, a former first-round pick who was on his way out of New York. It was made obvious a couple weeks ago when Zach Wilson, the BYU quarterback, had the Sterling Pro Day, and it made it very clear that new Jets head coach Robert Sala and general manager Joe Douglas were all in on finding an upgrade at the quarterback position, and that upgrade is going to be BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. And all that came to a head today as the Carolina Panthers, according to Adam Schefter, around 4 o'clock Eastern, traded their 2021 sixth-round pick, their second and fourth-round picks in 2022, for Sam Darnold to be the Carolina Panthers quarterback coming here in 2021. My first episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast, I talked about last week on that Monday, I said I did not believe it made sense for the Carolina Panthers to have Sam Darnold be their quarterback. It did not make sense to me because I did not believe that Sam Darnold had shown enough throughout his three years in New York. Despite the fact that Adam Gase was a complete failure of a coach, that the Johnson family that owns the Jets aren't the greatest owners in the NFL, it was a complete disaster of an organization. It still is the New York Jets are. And they're hoping to move forward with Robert Sala now and Joe Douglas in his second year as a GM to getting back to where the Jets can be competitive in the AFC. But right now, that has not been the case. In the three years that Sam Darnold was the Jets quarterback, that was not the case for him, and he struggled. I go back to that Monday night game against the New England Patriots two years ago, where he said, I am seeing ghosts. He threw multiple interceptions in that game, and it made me wonder, a guy who struggled with that kind of pressure, Coming to Carolina where an offensive line isn't in the greatest position, how would he fare? Now, it's been made very obvious and very clear to everyone here in Carolina, dating back to the press conference that David Tepper held following the dismissal of former general manager Marty Herney, that the Carolina Panthers wanted to upgrade at quarterback. He talked about how you have to always be in constant pursuit 
of that quarterback that can help you win a Super Bowl and made it very clear with two weeks left in the season that Teddy Bridgewater was not the guy for Carolina. Throughout the entire offseason, the names like Mac Jones down at the Senior Bowl, Deshaun Watson, who's now had his legal troubles, which made it very difficult for Carolina to try and trade for him as lawsuit after lawsuit comes out and about 40 masseuses that he's seen, not all of them have put out a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, but it's a case that's not going to be settled by April 29th when the NFL draft rolls around. So the Houston Texans already weren't answering calls for Deshaun Watson. It's going to be, it's very hard for them now to answer any calls and possibly ship him out of town considering the legal battle that Deshaun Watson's going through. So the Carolina Panthers only option was to try and get a rookie quarterback, it seemed, with Watson not being available. So who was that going to be? Was it going to be Trey Lance, who they went up to Fargo, North Dakota to check out at his senior day? Was it going to be Justin Fields, who last week they were in Columbus to go check him out? And Fields has been up and down in terms of how some teams evaluate him. Some teams see him as a number two quarterback. There's one team out there that sees him as a fourth round pick. He was the hot button topic when it came to quarterbacks last week around the NFL in this NFL draft lead up. The Carolina Panthers had plenty of options to try and figure out what they wanted to do. It seemed very clear that it was going to be Lawrence at number one with Jacksonville. Number two was going to be Zach Wilson with the future of Sam Darnold up in the air. And in number three, San Francisco a couple weeks ago trades up with Miami to get the number three pick to where a lot of the reporting has been they're going to take Mac Jones. So then that was probably going to leave Carolina with either Trey Lance or Justin Fields. And did the Panthers want either of those guys or were they cool just sticking with Teddy Bridgewater for another season? We got our answer today. The Carolina Panthers were not cool with sticking with Teddy Bridgewater to be their quarterback in 2021. Thus, they traded up. They traded, not traded up. They traded their 2021 sixth-round pick and their 2022 second and fourth-round picks for Sam Darnold of the New York Jets. Now, the ramifications with this in terms of the salary cap, Sam Darnold's cap hit this year is $4.7 million, while Teddy Bridgewater's is $22.9 million. The Jets did not take back Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is still a Carolina Panther. And what has also happened with this, the Carolina Panthers have exercised the fifth-year option for Sam Darnold, which means that they look at Sam Darnold as being their starting, their starting quarterback for the next two seasons. That's, what that, that's what's going to happen here. Because you do not pick up the fifth-year option of Sam Darnold if you believe that Sam Darnold is not going to be your starter in 2021. Teddy Bridgewater, the Teddy Bridgewater era is over in Carolina as far as I see it. I cannot see him starting week one because you do not bring in Sam Darnold to be in a competition and also pick up his fifth-year option that's worth $18 million. You, If you pick up his fifth-year option, that means week one, here in the 2021 season, Sam Darnold's your starter. He has 2021 and 2022 to prove that he is the guy here in Carolina. And this is part of the reason why I wasn't a big fan of the Carolina Panthers making this move. Because you do this, you give him, really, this season to prove that he can be the guy. Because with Teddy Bridgewater, he had 2020 season to prove that he could potentially be the long-term fit here in Carolina. And if he wasn't, the Carolina Panthers here in this 2021 offseason could look for an upgrade, either a trade, like what they've done with Sam Darnold, or going to the draft and looking at a Justin Fields, a Trey Lance, or a Zach Wilson, or a Mac Jones. Trevor Lawrence is never going to be the possibility. That was the That's what could happen if Teddy Bridgewater didn't prove to be the right guy. And he didn't prove that he was going to be a long-term option here in Carolina the last six weeks of the season. 
He failed epically for Carolina, which is a problem, especially if Teddy Bridgewater wanted to be the guy here long term. And he's not. So now with Sam Darnold, he really has to prove right off the bat. And now the organization has already invested in him with that fifth year option. But past that, they don't have anything left to pay him. And you get Bridgewater's contract off the books next year because I'm assuming now that Teddy Bridgewater will not have his third year picked up and he will be a free agent in 2021, if not, or sorry, in 2022, if not sooner. I don't think that Carolina Panthers can cut him considering the cap ramifications that it would take to cut Teddy Bridgewater because right now, if they were to release Teddy pre-June 1st, that's $20 million going to dead cap and $2.9 million going to cap savings. Not enough cap savings. And with the dead cap, that's just something, especially now with the where the NFL is with the salary cap, the Carolina Panthers cannot afford to do. So the way I look at it is Sam Darnold is going to be your week one starter, and he has to prove right off the bat that he can be the long-term option here in Carolina. They don't have to extend him next season, but if he does not play well enough as a starter in 2021, we could be sitting right back here, this time next April, talking about Sam Howell, Spencer Rattler, what quarterbacks out of college might work for the Carolina Panthers. And now the Carolina Panthers have given up some draft capital in their second round and fourth round picks in 2022. So it's up. You're up, Sam Darnold. You got two years to figure out whether you're going to be the guy. And then the Carolina Panthers would have to either extend him or he's going to go away for nothing or they could do a franchise tag. So that's where we sit right now with Sam Darnold. The Carolina Panthers again trading their 2021 six-round pick, which they had three of. So that's basically a seventh-round pick. They had three six-round picks. got two of them with compensatory picks because of the departing players that they had two off-seasons to go. And they also give it their second-round and fourth-round picks in 2022. Going to take a quick pause, get more into what this means for the Carolina Panthers moving forward and why the Panthers are more comfortable with Sam Darnold opposed to being comfortable with one of the quarterbacks that could have been available to them. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's become apparent, it's obvious now, that Sam Darnold will be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in 2021 as the Panthers trade their sixth-round pick this season and their second and fourth-round picks of 2022 in the NFL Draft to bring Sam Darnold here to Carolina. 
David Tepper, the Panthers owner, was so desperate not to watch Teddy Bridgewater for 17 more games that he gave the go-ahead for Scott Fitterer, Matt Rule, and his organization to go trade New York for Sam Darnold. And according to a lot of the reports out there, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network saying that the Carolina Panthers were pretty much the only team interested in Sam Darnold. The last three weeks, they had talked to the Jets about trading for Darnold, and the price wasn't high enough for New York, and eventually it went up to this year's six and next year's second and fourth rounders, which was just enough for the New York Jets to go out there and make the decision to send Sam Darnold to Carolina. And I don't love giving up a second rounder next year. The sixth rounder this year is fine with me, especially the fact that you had two comp picks or six rounders, picks that you weren't even going to have before, and how much value you're really getting out of the sixth round. Then going to next season, the second rounder is really the one that I don't love giving up in this. But if they feel like this can be their guy, and if he turns out to be the guy, that's a steal to give him a sixth, a second, and a fourth, and Sam Darnold ends up being your franchise quarterback. I- I'm fine with that. And and let's be and let me be honest with you. Because when I look at this, I wonder how do the Carolina Panthers evaluate the rest of the rookie quarterback class that was out there? And let's just assume Lawrence is going number one, Wilson going number two to New York, and that was prior to Sam Dona even being traded. But it, it became very obvious that Zach Wilson was going to be number two pick. Number three, a lot of reporting has been Mac Jones. So at that point in time, you have Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Did the Carolina Panthers like either one of those guys? Because I had been saying to you on this podcast, that if the Panthers like one of those guys, then I'm cool with them drafting them. But I don't want to just draft a quarterback at an eight just to have a quarterback at eight. Which led me to have my discussion with you last week when I was talking about why I wasn't in love with the Panthers trading for Sam Darnold, but where I could also be okay with it is it came down to how Scott Fitterer, who earned his chops as a college scout for Seattle, how he evaluated Sam Darnold a couple seasons ago in the pre-draft process. If he saw Sam Darnold back in 2018 as his top quarterback in that class, then it would make a lot of sense to me that he thinks that they can reclaim him here in Carolina. Because that's what this is. It's a reclamation project for Sam Darnold. He is a failed first-round pick who was in a bad situation. I agree. I say that absolutely. Being it with Adam Gase and with the organization the New York Jets have, which is one of the worst organizations in the NFL, a complete dumpster fire, I can see how someone might believe that if Sam Darnold is put in the right situation, that he could succeed. I just, I don't know how, I just don't know though. Because you you wonder if he's also been one of those guys that's just seen too many bad things and been in such a bad situation that now mentally he's lost. But very clearly to me, when I see the Panthers make this trade, It's not just that they upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater. At least they hope it's an upgrade. I'm not quite sure it's an upgrade. When it comes to arm strength and just the physical talents, I do think Sam Darnold is a more naturally a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Is he a better decision maker than Teddy? Absolutely not. Going back to his second year as a starter at USC when he was thought to be a preseason Heisman Trophy winner, it was almost as if Sam Darnold hated the football as much as he gave it away that season. And in New York, turnovers were an issue. Bad offensive line, no weapons, I agree with you. But still, I just, I don't know if this right away is an upgrade. He is about to turn 24, he's still a young guy, so it makes sense in terms of you're still getting a young quarterback and you're not giving up too many assets. But to me, this tells me more that the Carolina Panthers did not love any of the quarterbacks that were going to be available to them at 8, and they weren't willing to give up 
crazy draft capital to move up to four with the Falcons or to move up to six with the Dolphins or move up with the five with the Bengals sit or to move up even to one spot like Todd McShay in his recent mock draft at ESPN.com said with the Detroit Lions. They did not feel comfortable giving up any assets to move up for any of these quarterbacks. And if they sat at eight, I don't think they felt comfortable drafting Justin Fields or Trey Lance. And I'm kind of echoing the same sentiment that I heard on Monday morning from Josh Norris, who used to be with NBC Sports and Roto World. And he does a new podcast now. And he was saying that he would be shocked if the Carolina Panthers were to draft a quarterback with the number eight overall pick. Because he felt if the Carolina Panthers loved anyone, that they would have done the trade that San Francisco did with Miami, trading three first-round picks to go get presumably what's going to be Mac Jones. And me all along, I'm not trying to give up three first-round picks for any quarterback that's not a proven commodity like a Deshaun Watson. That's the kind of number that we were talking about that you were going to have to send to Houston to bring Deshaun Watson. And that's what San Francisco did to move with the three to potentially draft Mac Jones. It could also be Trey Lance or Justin Fields. But to give up three first-round picks? Absolutely not. I would rather the Carolina Panthers have done what they're doing right now if they were going to make a trade at all for a quarterback. What they did right here by giving up their 2021 six-rounder, which is one of their compensatory picks, a second and a fourth in 2022. I'm I'm cool. If they really had to trade, if they had to trade for a quarterback, I would rather have this than what San Francisco did. Because at least with this, if it doesn't work out, you just blew up two years and you only gave up a six, a second, and a fourth. It's not like you gave up three first rounders to where if it doesn't work for San Francisco, they're screwed. In terms of long-term of trying to find that next quarterback because they don't have a first-round pick. Carolina has not given up any first-rounders and it's therefore they have not hamstrung themselves to have an opportunity to where if Sam Darnold flounders out like he did with the Jets to where they cannot already have an option to go ahead and draft a new quarterback whether that's in 2022 or in 2023. So I think this says that the Carolina Panthers did not love Fields or Lance or Jones. Whoever was going to be available to them, they did not love them. That's what I think right here when I look at the Carolina Panthers and making this trade for Sam Darnold. So now what does this mean? Is Sam Darnold going to be an upgrade? Like, is Sam Darnold going to be the future of the Carolina Panthers? Is it fair to believe that? How does he fit into this system? How does he fit with the weapons around him? That is going to be the major question now. Because I don't think with, there's any question that Sam Darnold is going to be the week one starter considering the fact that the Carolina Panthers have picked up his fifth year option for the 2022 season. Bridgewater, he's going to be out of the door come this time next season. And when it comes to free agency, he'll be out. And Sam Darnold will be the starting quarterback going into his second year as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. That's the way I see things going on. So going to get into more of how Sam Darnold fits in this offense and with this organization moving forward. And potentially, what are the expectations now for the Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold in this offense? Let me tell you about Rock Auto. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. 
quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spin up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFL Draft is weeks away. It's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So as I've said, Sam Darnold, he's going to be a starting quarterback in 2021. They're going to say it's a competition, that it's open. It's not open. You don't trade. This year's six-rounder and a second and fourth in 2021, or 2022 rather, for Sam Darnold to not be your starting quarterback come week one. The Carolina Panthers need to find out immediately whether Sam Darnold is their quarterback of the future. That's the hope. That's why they traded for him. David Tepper clearly did not want to see this organization wait a minute longer in trying to figure out who their quarterback was. They clearly did not love any of the remaining rookie quarterbacks available to them through the draft. So Sam Darnold was the option for Carolina, and that's why he's a Carolina Panther. Now, the main question is, not just is he in their future here in Carolina, the question is, is he an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater? And that's a question I'm not quite sure of. I do think that he has better arm strength. I don't think he's a better decision maker, considering how he played in New York and how he played his final year at USC. And here's the thing, like Sam Darnold was supposed to be that dude coming out of college. He was that dude. And I was just wondering how with New York, when they were trying to figure out getting rid of Sam Darnold, I was trying to figure out how they felt Zach Wilson be a better fit than Sam Darnold, considering that Zach Wilson has kind of the same bona fides as Sam Darnold had, except he did it at a lower level to where I thought maybe they might just try and stick with Darnold and build around him. But let's look at this guy. He's 6'3", 225, He's only 23 years old, turns 24 in June. He's still an extremely young quarterback. And Matt Rule did talk about getting younger on offense. And now Teddy Bridgewater, it's not like he's old. He's only 28. But you have a guy who's five years younger, going to be four years younger when the season starts. He's a former third overall pick. He has the talent. It's just whether he has it in himself. Through 38 career games so far, Sam Darnold has a 59% completion percentage. He's thrown 45 touchdowns and 39 interceptions. And as I've said, the offensive line in New York has been atrocious. It was a horrible situation for Sam Darnold to be in. And when you look at who's been throwing to, the only receivers that he really has had is Jamison Crowder, who had a great year this past season for New York, and Robbie Anderson, who the Jets didn't even attempt to re-sign last year and came here to Carolina and had a 1,000-yard receiving season. So now in this offense, for Sam Darnold now, He's in a much better situation. So we're going to find out very quick whether Sam Darnold is the right guy here in Carolina coming up here in 2021. Because you have Chris McCaffrey back. 
Hopefully he's healthy, which I think him not being healthy played a major factor in Teddy Bridgewater's struggles, especially in the second half of last season, once he suffered that knee injury that kept him out of the Detroit Lions game. Now, Teddy also has a lot of that to blame on himself. I just believe that if Teddy Bridgewater had Christian McCaffrey, who is one of the best players in the NFL in terms of offensive weapons, if not the best in the league, if you would have had him, I think he performs better. But we'll never know. What we're going to find out with Sam Darnold with McCaffrey back. You add in Dan Arnold, who's an upgrade from Ian Thomas and Chris Manhurts at the tight end position, finally having a pass-catching tight end. DJ Moore, who's coming off of back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving seasons. Robbie Anderson, who already has a good rapport with Sam Darnold. He's back. You add in David Moore, who had a career year last year in Seattle with Russell Wilson. Those are weapons that Sam Darnold has never had. So we're going to find out right off the bat, who was the real issue in New York? Was it Adam Gase? Or was it Sam Darnold? Now, it certainly was Adam Gase. But we're going to find out a lot about Darnold right off the bat of whether he can actually play or not. Because if you have Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and David Moore and Dan Arnold and you can't perform, then that's 100% on you, Sam Darnold, not on, a, not on anyone else. So if he can't perform with these guys, then the Carolina Panthers made a massive mistake. But they've set him up to succeed at least when it comes to the offensive skill position. I still believe now sitting there at eight and this is going to be the conversation now moving forward with the Carolina Panthers and Matt Miller uh formerly a Bleacher Report now of ESPN as an NFL draft reporter Matt Miller is on Twitter at NFL Draft Scout he does draftscout.com does a really good job covering the NFL draft he had alluded to the Carolina Panthers looking at an offensive tackle and this is something he reported last Tuesday so this now makes you think that The Panthers have now known for a while, and also with the reporting that they've been talking to the Jets for three weeks, that they've known for a while that they actually are going to identify their quarterback and then get that off the tackle at eight, which is something I actually love. If it took trading for Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers to draft Rashawn Slater, or who I really want them to draft, Panay Sewell, at eight, then so be it. I'll take it. I don't care how what it took. I want to get the offensive tackle and have that left tackle situated. So you bring in Darnold with McCaffrey, Dan Arnold, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, David Moore. You give him a real left tackle, either Panay Sewell, hopefully Panay Sewell, or Rashawn Slater off the bat. Hopefully Pat Elfline can play better at left guard. Matt Paradis there at center. John Miller coming back at right guard where he was fairly solid last year. And then Taylor Moten. He's in by far the best situation he's ever been in his young career. And he's only going to be 24 years old. So again, we're going to find out real quick whether Sam Darnold can play or not. it's gonna We're going to find out right as the season begins, and in the first half of the season, we should know whether Sam Darnold is ready or not because it's not like he hasn't played before. He's a three-year starter. He's had plenty of reps, so he should be able to come in right away into the system under Joe Brady in year two, which he's going to have to learn, and things are going to be virtual to start off before they finally get back to in-person stuff when they get down to Spartanburg. So it's that's going to be a little bit of a hurdle for Sam Darnold. But still... He's been an NFL quarterback for three years now. Coming in year four, new system, new teams, best weapons he's ever had. There is no excuse for Sam Darnold. No more excuses. Let's find out whether this guy can play. And let's find out whether the Carolina Panthers made the right decision. I don't know whether he's an upgrade. He is younger. He offers the potential that he could be the long-term fit here in Carolina. I'm not going to say that I think he's going to be because I'm not quite sure about him. I, I didn't love the idea of the Carolina Panthers trading for him. This reeks of desperation to me, if I'm being honest with y'all. But again, I would rather give up a second and a fourth next year and a sixth this year than do the three picks, the three first rounders that San Francisco did to move up to three to go draft potentially Mac Jones or 
Trey Lance, or Justin Fields. I'd rather the Panthers have done this than if they're going to make a trade. I would rather them have done this than have traded up for a rookie quarterback and someone we don't know about. I feel like we know about Sam Darnold, but we're going to certainly find out whether Sam Darnold is the right guy here in Carolina coming up in this 2021 season. So again, Adam Schefter reported that the Carolina Panthers have made a trade to the New York Jets for Sam Darnold, giving up a sixth-round pick in 2021, a second-round and a fourth-round pick in 2022. So that concludes this episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast. I will be back tomorrow breaking down even more of what this means for the for the Carolina Panthers of Sam Darnold as their franchise quarterback. Is he the starter now? I think so. It seems very clear to me that he's going to be the starter considering the cap hit and the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is not owed any guaranteed money past this season. Also, what does this now mean with the Carolina Panthers draft strategy? This potentially opens them up to draft the corner in the second round. Had it been just a quarterback in the first, I would have said off of the tackle in the second. Now the Carolina Panthers could add that lockdown corner that they need in the second round, or do they want to do that in the first round? So more Sam Darnold and more draft talk, all that discussion coming up right here on the Locked On Panthers podcast later this week and tomorrow. Again, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Also, please check me out on Spotify, on Odyssey, and pretty much wherever you get your podcast from. You can also follow me at Julian Council on Twitter to get more of my reaction to this and to pretty much anything going on with the Carolina Panthers and in Charlotte sports. I love y'all. Panther fans, congratulations if you're happy about this. Uh, thoughts and prayers if you're not. I don't know. But it's exciting as the Carolina Panthers have brought in a new quarterback and hopefully someone who can actually help this franchise move forward. That's it. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.